Hello, everyone, and welcome to your place for all things paranormal, supernatural, metaphysical, and conspiratorial. Today, we're going to talk about some stuff. Basically, I guess today we're just going to piss a lot of people off, I think. Yeah, this with is this topic. A, yeah, pretty. Yeah, I don't even have a bad dad. <laughs> I don't have a bad dad joke for this one. I think no, we're just going to be. No. We're just going to piss some people off. It's a touchy subject for Of course for a it's lot a touchy subject. And that's why we're touching it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm Tanya. <laughs> and I'm Chris. Welcome to The, the Triangulum. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to episode 18. 18. Nice to be back. Yes, it is nice to be back. This is a big topic. Yeah. 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 Ancient, ancient argument. <laughs> you know. Well... I've done my best, I think, to um, make sense of it. So the topic today is demons. Yeah. Well. Demons. 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 We'll, we'll, uh, it's already started. I'm yeah. already confused. Yeah. Demons, but not demons. No. Demons. What, demons. What demons were before they were before demons. Before they were categorized as these. Evil entities. Evil entities with pitchforks and. They have pitchforks? Well, I don't know. You see these depictions of them, right? So they're farmers. Yeah, pitchforks (laughs) and flames and and all this stuff. Yes. So today the topic is actually, I'm going to use the term daemons. I know some people don't like it pronounced that way, but I want to be able to ensure that the listeners, you guys, can understand the difference in the two things when I'm talking about them. So in order... For you to know which thing I'm talking about, demons and demons. Right. Just so that I know lots of people don't like that pronunciation, but that's what I'm going with yeah. because that's that's what it short is. Short of spelling it out every single time, yeah. I want you to be able to know which version of what I'm talking about while yeah. I'm talking. Yeah. So, yeah. demons. D A I M O N. Yeah. And demons. Right. All right. <laughs> this is actually pretty interesting, you know, mm-hmm. historically, how things have played yeah. out over the over time, mm-hmm. and how we've been, you know, sold a bill of goods here. Oh, usually we're always sold a bill of goods. Yeah, that's why you got to. That's why you got to check your receipts. Exactly. You, you got to look at your check. receipts and see yeah. what the hell you yeah, got it could sold. Be critical. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure all the. Uh, like those Costco peoples with the highlighter. Yeah. You just, okay, it's good. Okay. Highlight it. <laughs> Highlight it and off you go. Yeah. No, no, no. Back to customer service. You guys <laughs> sold some shit. All right. So okay. let's get into it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> there the have, door is open. <laughs> um, first, I want to clarify something. So, from my perspective, there are. There is like an earthly space plane that we exist in, right? right? That is a duality. There's a cosmic plane that is a sing uh, a singularity. It's right. it's a one a one energy, and then there's probably a myriad of things that are in between those. Now, over time, the idea that there is good and bad entities has basically overtaken how we perceive 
the energetic dimension. Spirit. Yeah, yeah. to exist. Yeah. And with this topic today, I want to look at basically, hmm, how do I put it? Explaining how things got divided. Yeah, yeah, and they did. Mm-hmm. They because did. they shouldn't have. <clears throat> Excuse me. Right? No, no. And I'm hoping that people will understand that the concept of a purely evil entity out, you know, roaming. Yeah, looking. You know, looking for you. Yeah, trying to trying to latch onto you and then follow you home and ruin your life is yeah. completely <clears throat> not not founded. No, it's it's absolute bullshit. Yeah. Right. Now, with that in the same breath, I would say that there isn't a completely beautifully benevolent uh, being. No, including humans. Yeah, to just looking to help you out at every single turn. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I I think all of these things exist in the same plane, not in the celestial, not on the earth, but in between. Yeah, I agree. All right. I agree. So let's get to it. There have been spiritual entities or supernatural beings recorded in history for millennia. Oh, yeah, for sure. And some of the oldest depictions of what would have been considered demons, right, right quote-unquote, right. was found not too long ago in ancient Egypt. Yeah. These depictions are at least 4,000 years old. Yeah, they're old. Right? So in these depictions, there's two. I think there was three that they found, but two of the demons, quote-unquote, right. appeared to be guardians at the entrance of a complex type of building. Right. Maybe a type of temple. Guarding. Mm-hmm. And this temple has many chambers that is also guarded by what the article says that I read, demonic beings. Right. Now, in the texts at the building, um, it shows that this building that they're guarding is linked to Toth, or Thoth, if some of you might know, the ibis-headed god of right. ancient Egypt. I think he's the... God of scribe and God of knowledge. Knowledge, yeah. Associated with the moon, right? It's linked to him and it's linked to the bark of the sun god. And they said, they wrote bark in the article, like bark on a tree. Right. But I'm thinking they're referring to bark as in the boat that the sun god uses to travel the sky. Yeah, I agree with you there, yeah. Right? So they find this, but there's no text that actually says what the jobs, I guess, of these two demons is. Mm -hmm. So they're guarding a a complex, guarding a building that's a god's, and he's the god of knowledge, but nothing says, okay, what these guys are doing there. Yeah. And then there's this third one. And the third demon, I think his name was Ikenti or something like that. Okay. He's guarding like a fiery gate, and the gate... Uh, leads to a restricted or blocks off a restricted area that is uh, said to conceal a divine image. Right. So these drawings show these beings in either a zoomorphic or anthropomorphic state, right? Which most depictions of demons are. Yeah, yeah. But so are gods. Yeah. Not every deity is depicted as a human. No. Right? No. And... In the ancient Egyptian beliefs, there's a huge number of entities that could be described as having superpowers, and they play both malevolent and benevolent roles. Yeah. Cool. So, so who decides 
what makes a supernatural being a demon or bad yeah like who who is deciding that yeah right yeah and I, I ask that because, for instance, why was this article that I read about ancient Egyptian entities being discovered portrayed as having discovered evidence of demons? Right. Because that is not a certainty. They're guarding a sacred space. Maybe they killed people who trespassed, right? Well, that's their charge. Yeah, they, but they, does that make them bad? No. Right? That's their charge. Exactly. And, and this is why in this episode we're going to dive into that history. Mm-hmm. of the word demon and try to unravel what its true definition is and where the definition kind of went wrong. Yeah. All yeah. right. So let's start with the original form of the word demon. Okay. Which is daemon. Daemon, yes. D A I M O N. N. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes you will see it spelt as D A E M O N. Right. But we're starting with the Greek version. Yeah. In ancient Greek, the word daemon means a divinity or supernatural being of a nature between gods and human. Right. So that's that middle space I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. There's other words that are associated with it. So genius, numen, yeah. tutelary spirit, familiar spirit, right. um, attendant spirit. There's lots of different lots names, of different names yeah. for these types of beings. Yeah. So in ancient Greek, the word daemon is associated with the words God, godlike, mm-hmm. power, fate, things like that. Right. Which originally was meant to mean a lesser deity. Right. A guiding spirit or, like I said before, a tutelary spirit. Right. And the word tutelary means like a protector yeah. or a patron, guardian, that kind of thing. Yeah. So then we have, well, tutelary deity, I guess, would be the term that describes lesser deities. Right. And that means a deity, spirit, or in the case that we're talking about here, a daemon who is a guardian, patron, or protector of a particular place, mm-hmm. geographic feature, person, lineage, lineage, nation, yeah. Yeah. culture, there's job. All kinds. Yeah, there's so many. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah right? So I, I, I said about some of the other terms, right? Newman. Right. Genius, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So there's lots of terms for it, but let's look at some of those different terms. Here's one that I didn't list before, deva. In Hinduism, a deva is a divine being. And deva in Sanskrit means shining or radiant one. Yes. Later, yeah, later in Hindu writings, it came to represent God. Right. But deva is a a supernatural being. Right. Then you have Newman, which is, I believe, Latin. And it's for, it it means um, like divinity or divine presence or divine will. Right. And then there's the term genius. Yeah, that's always interesting. Right? The plural being genie. Right. Which we have discussed before in the show about the ghost that writes in pictures. Yes. Because that spirit in that story had referred to itself as genius loci. Yeah. Which is basically spirit of the place. Yeah. And we already know that tutelary deities can be associated with a particular place. Place, person. Object, thing. Yeah. So again, in ancient Rome, genius is an individual instance of a general divine nature that is present in every individual person, place, right. or thing. Right. Genius is the guiding spirit for men, and Juno is the guiding spirit for women. Okay. That's in that mythology. Right. Romans also use the term daemon, but that's, they spelt it the D-A-E-M-O-N D-A, way. Yeah, yeah. Then we got another one, jinn. Jinn, yes. They are supernatural creatures that are neither innately 
uh, evil nor innately good. Good, yeah. And jinn is an Arabic noun, and it comes from the Semitic root jan. Yeah. And the primary meaning of this word is to hide or to adapt. Right. But some scholars interpret the word to mean literally beings concealed from the senses. That's that's a great term. It that's is. That's an awesome term for uh, all of them. Yeah. Another suggestion for the origin of the name is that jinn may be derived from the Aramaic jinnaya. Yeah. Which means tutelary deity. Right. Or guardian. Yeah. So interestingly, jinn is anglicized, anglicized as genie. <clears throat> and this could be due to the, uh, what do you call it? Amalgamation or attempted amalgamation of yeah. different religions during the Roman Empire. Right. So jinn was Arabic. The Romans were in there and they were like, oh, jinn. Well, that, we have genie. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. Then we have the term familiar. Yeah. Lots of people have heard of the term familiar. And the term familiar refers to supernatural beings that assist witches and the term cunning folk, which I find interesting. Yeah. In the practice of their magic. So the term cunning folk refers to practitioners of folk medicine or folk magic, divination, all within kind of the context of how folklore was in, I guess, what would be considered Christian Europe. Yeah, yeah. The sure. key statement, though, in this definition to me is that they assist witches and cunning folk. Yeah. <laughs> Not one or the other. Yeah. Let's look at another one here. Kami. Kami is the Japanese word for deity, divin uh, divinity, spirit, or God. Right. And in the Shinto beliefs, kami are of nature and are both benevolent and malevolent. And malevolent, yeah. They are the manifestation of the interconnecting energy of the universe. Right. So they're the in-between. Right. Kami are hidden from this world, but inhabit a similar existence that mirrors our own. Right. So beings hidden from the senses, just like jinn. Yeah, yeah. There's threads of commonality through all of these. Right, oh, absolutely. So then <laughs> so. technically, each of these things could be considered daemons. Yeah. Because they're all tutelary deities. Yes. So how did daemon get a negative connotation? All right, let's get into that. Yeah. So in ancient Greek, daemons are described as benevolent nature spirits, similar to ghosts or uh, chthonic heroes. And by chthonic, I mean of or from the underworld. Right. Uh, spirit guides, forces of nature, etc. Whereas a demon, mm -hmm. as we know the term today, is described as a supernatural being typically associated with evil, prevalent in religion, occultism, literature, fiction, TV. mythology. Yeah, it's, you name it, yeah, they, they're everywhere. Yeah, it's... So the term daemon, from what I was reading, is first used by Homer and was used to refer to one of the great gods in his writings. And this was probably because the word is derived from the Proto-Indo-European daemon, right. which means provided, divider of fortunes and destinies. That's yeah. probably why he used the word. Yeah. It was more often used to describe the occasional manifestation of some divine power yeah. at that time. Yeah. Later in history, Hesiod, I think I'm saying that right, yeah. suggested the souls of men who lived in the golden age yeah. would, by the will of Zeus, become benevolent daemons on earth. And they were they were to like roam the earth invisibly, giving riches away and 
like taking notes of the rights and wrongs of men. Of people, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So the golden age in Greek mythology was the age of great peace and prosperity. Yeah, yeah. And it was a it was a primordial time. Yeah. So by primordial, I mean it was like the beginning of time, and everyone lived blissfully. Yeah. As time progressed, the ages changed. Yeah, they did. They went from golden age to silver age, then the bronze age, mm -hmm. the heroic age, and finally, at the time of Hesiod, the Iron Age. Iron Age. Right. So both Hesiod and Ovid talked about the successive ages of humanity, which tended to de-evolve from the original. So long gone age of the humans enjoying a nearly divine existence to the current ages in which humans were troubled by many pains, evils, misfortunes, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So we see in later writings more and more abstract ideas were given personifications or became daemons. Yeah. So, for example, shame was a daemon. Yeah. Strife was a daemon. Old yeah. age was a daemon. Yeah. Mad rage was a daemon. Yeah. And even in animals, rabies was a daemon. Yeah. Sadness. Yeah. yeah. All, emotions became daemons. Yeah. It was, everything was, there was fucking thousands of daemons. Yeah. Maybe even hundreds of thousands. Yeah, depression. So all these became divinized powers that people would worship at their altars or in their shrines. Yeah. And the number of daemons or minor gods grew and over time with the increasing numbers of these lesser deities the word daemon started to be used less to describe great gods like originally homer did yeah and more to describe the tutelary deities the attendants or servants of gods yeah and this tendency continues to develop as daemons were originally believed to oversee human fate and fortune we see a shift in the writings of the ancient poets and authors of the time, they begin attributing the calamities and misfortunes that befall man during his early incarnations, or his, sorry, not his early, his earthly incarnations, right, right. Um, such as suffering, disease, death, etc., to the daemons. Right. So originally daemons were there like to help you out and bring you, some bring you good balance. fortunes, but as you worked your way down from the golden age into the iron age where yeah. everybody was suffering way more, they started to blame those sufferings more on daemons. Daemons, yeah. And Isn't that what they called the fall? Remember? We were reading yeah. about that. Yeah. The fall. Well, the fall of, the fall of knowledge. Knowledge. It's yes. from the golden age into... The fall of consci uh, consciousness. Conscious, consciousness knowledge, yeah. yeah. It just went to, the, to so, the shitter. Yeah. At the time, to blame your misfortunes on the great gods... Yeah. Who were generally looked upon as like great benevolent beings yeah. would be like for a true believer that would be like some that'd be a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Be, yeah. you probably believe you get some bad some bad karma. Yeah, or something, or right? Whatever. Yeah. And so, the the term daemon was being used in a more depreciatory way. Right. So it used to mean a great god. And there was like these supernatural beings who look after humans and help them out. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's the fucking things that are causing me all my strife. Yeah. Evil. Right? Yeah. Because, you know, why would you blame yourself when you can blame... You can blame somebody else. Yeah. yeah. So the Greek term did not have any negative connotations at first, as we see. Right. And in early Roman Empire uh, devotional statues to these daemons, they were seen by pagans and even Christians 
as inhabited by numinous presences. Yeah. It inhabited by the numinous presence of the gods. Yeah. That sounds nice. Yeah. I mean, obviously, by numinous, I mean, you know, um, a presence of divinity. Yeah, enlightened. Yeah. Over time, though, the demonization of the term daemon into a malevolent spirit was probably bolstered by the Jewish and Christian experience in pagan Rome. Yeah. They saw the cruelty of the Roman legions and eventually began to see the old statuary dedicated to daemons yeah. as the seat of, like, evil. Evil, So yeah. they weren't beautiful anymore. They were just infested. Yeah. Infested with evil. Evil, yeah. So they weren't daemons anymore. We're starting to see the, show, the slow shift into demon. Yeah. We also see that daemon, or what's the word? Daemonian? Daemonian. In Greek translates into the Hebrew Shadim. Yeah. And Shadim is a type of tutelary spirit as well. Yeah. But with the translation of Hebrew texts into Greek, and also under the influence of Zoroastrian dualism, mm-hmm. because at the time there wasn't really dualism. No. Not to this extent. No. Shadim was translated into Deamonia, mm-hmm. or Deamonia, right. with implicit negativity. Yeah. Why? Who knows? Yeah, it's... But Zoroaster? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they have some kooky ideas. Yeah. I'm going to talk about it after. Because yeah. I, I want to sh- talk about this this thing between Hinduism and Zoroastrian. I'll try again. Zoroastrianism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the Shadim when you were telling me that. It's interesting in Polish, Shadim. Shadim. Mm-hmm. Seven. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah, like a lucky number. Lucky number, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we see that the use of daemon in the New Testament's original Greek text eventually led the Greek word to be applied to the Judeo-Christian concept of an evil spirit by the early 2nd century, yeah. common era. Here comes the control. <sighs> exactly. So many civilizations believed in the existence of deities, but there isn't anything that implicitly declared some good and some evil. Mm-hmm. They were left for man to relate to. So I think that that means... They are these tutelary deities or daemons, are whatever we need them to be. Yeah. Or maybe even whatever they want to be. Yeah. So if you're a jerk and you call on someone and it treats you like shit, maybe you're a jerk. <laughs> like, like, I, I don't know. I wouldn't give this guy the time of day. Why the hell is he calling me? Like, it would seem to, to me. Yeah, it would seem to me that they have a will of their own. Yeah, they do. If a tutelary deity has a will of its own, then it can decide how it wants to deal with you. Yeah, I believe so. They're they're indifferent until they, they, they are indifferent. Un, they're indifferent until they decide how they want to be. Yeah, it isn't really until human egos, I think, yeah, right, came into play, get involved and start pushing <laughs> their own beliefs and ideals that we see the concept of <coughs> daemons or deities having the ability to guide us, help us, inspire us. Right, kind of devolve into daemons causing us ills and bad fortune and death and all this other yeah. stuff exclusively. Right. So here's an example. This is the one I was just talking about. Devas in Hinduism. So you have to remember, Hinduism was started somewhere between 2300 it's old, yeah, old, and 1500 old. BCE. It's long before right? yeah, so anything else. Before common era. Yeah. They are divine beings. Right. Over time... There became a duality to the devas because, for whatever reason, we decided that duality is the only way to go. I think right? it, what it was was that whoever was in power at the time just said, hey, they didn't get me what I wanted, so mm-hmm. they're bad. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, probably. You know, it's it's that. It's probably that simple. That simple. Mm-hmm. You know what? Screw him. He didn't do what I wanted. So instead of there just being devas, tutelary deities that are both malevolent and benevolent, we end up having devas and asuras. Right. And asuras were considered the more malevolent beings and the devas the more benevolent ones. Right. Okay? But if we look at Zora and As- God, I have a trouble with this word. Zoroastrianism. <laughs> <laughs> I think I tried to say it too quickly. Zoroastrianism right. was started somewhere between 2000 and 1000 BCE. Right. And they believe that devas are the more malevolent beings and asuras, <laughs> well, actually they call them ahuras yeah. or ahuras, as they call them, are the more benevolent ones. So asura, A-S-U-R-A, in Hinduism, mm-hmm. and ahura, A-H-U-R-A, have the same roots in Uraic language and mean lord or prince. It doesn't mean anything evil at all. So in the end, both devas and asuras, or uh, ahuras, I guess, are both (laughs) malevolent and benevolent, which seems to me, basically, to mean that these these guys do whatever they want. Yeah, Yeah. they have free will just like we do. They can choose. Yeah, and it's the humans who place the good or evil label on them. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they do. Yeah, we've been we've been creating this hologram around ourselves of belief mm-hmm. for centuries now. Yeah, big time. It's, so it's, it's that simple. I dug into this a little bit further. We have demons, entities that we could call upon to help us in our time of needs, guides that could help us navigate our earthly existences. Right. And we moved away from that concept. But if we look at something like the fairly well-known Lesser Key of Solomon, mm-hmm. which, by the way, had predecessors. Yes. It wasn't so just him. The Key of Solomon, yeah. 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 It wasn't just him. No. And the predecessors are, I'm going to try to say these names because, you know, I always give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is called the Pseudomonocar... Ooh. Pseudomona... <laughs> Pseudomarna, I can't say it. <laughs> I got it, I got it. In my head, I got it. I'm okay. going to try to get it out of my mouth. Pseudomonarchia. You got it. Daemonium. Daemonium, Jesus. okay. All right, the false monarchy of demons. That's what it's called in English. Okay. And then there, before that even, there was the Liber Officium Spiritum, or the Book of the Office of Spirits. Right. So the Lesser Key of Solomon was written in the mid-17th century. Okay. An offshoot of the original Key of Solomon book written in the 14th or 15th century Italian Renaissance. Right. And it's, ooh, there's another good word, pseudodipographical, which means that it was attributed to Solomon, but it wasn't actually written by Written by, by him, yeah. Right? Yeah, I didn't think so. Exactly. Yeah. So this grimoire on demonology is divided into five books. And I, I say grimoire on demonology because the term demon, right. it had its prevalence in like 1200. Right. And we're now into the 17th century. Yeah. So it ain't demons anymore. No. It's demons. Yeah, they changed it. Yeah. <clears throat> One of the five books is called the Ars Goetia. Yeah. And it lists the names of 72 spirits, or as they call them, demons. Demons, yeah. That can be invoked or conjured. Right. And I looked at the list and I read some of the spirit attributes. I want to look at some of these examples. (laughs) Okay. 
<laughs> this this is so weird to me. But anyway, like when it here's one, okay? Yeah. When invoked, this spirit appears as a unicorn. Yeah. Yeah. A, a fucking unicorn? Yeah. And provides good familiars, so good spirits. Good spirits. Fells trees, I guess if you need some wood, that's good. And makes musical instruments heard but not seen. Yeah. It's a unicorn. It's a unicorn, yeah. It's a unicorn. Yeah, is that a demon? Sound like a demon? Dude. <laughs> at Easter, I gave my niece a basket, a basket that looked like a unicorn. unicorn. <laughs> I gave her a demon basket with chocolate in it. <laughs> Excuse me. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. I know. Then there's another one. This one, and this is a little bit of a scarier appearance. Is yeah. that one appears as a wolf with a serpent's head. Okay. Which is weird. Yeah. And it discern uh, this being can discern the past, foretell the future. It reconciles friends and foes and pro- uh, procures love. Yeah. Then there's another one that yeah. appears as a five-legged starfish. Yeah, that's weird. And heals all diseases, teaches philosophy mm-hmm. and logic, as well as reveals the value of herbs. Yeah. One appears as a sea monster. And procures love between enemies, teaches all the arts and sciences, as well as teaches languages. Yeah, it's... Here's one, though. Five-legged starfish sounds like man. <laughs> Maybe. You know, but... It said it, it yeah, had a picture I, of a starfish, I know, I know, and it I said know. it was a starfish. So yeah. if I'm going to learn some languages, I want to learn it from a starfish. Yeah, yeah. Language professor better be a starfish. <laughs> and then here's one. One appears as a lion and it has lots of heads, but it just lists him as a thief. Yeah. He's a thief. <laughs> so you have some that procure love and cure all diseases, and then you got the lion guy who's a thief. Yeah. So what I found interesting about the list, though, is that there were 12 of these spirits or demons, quote unquote, listed that were able to procure love yeah. for the conjurer. Yeah. Seems like a strange attribute for a... Demon for such a negative uh, meaning. Exactly to the to the word. Going through that list, there were twenty eight of them of the seventy two that taught various things from astronomy, geometry, yeah, philosophy, liberal sciences, yeah. like you're saying, math, mechanics, yeah. arts, languages, uh, astrology, divination, and logic. Yeah, twenty eight of these bad guys. Yeah teaching you all of the earthly knowledge. There were 19 of them on that list that can foretell the future and or discern the past and present. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, there were some that like sink some warships and cause battles and cause disease. There are 11 listed in that group that have quote-unquote bad attributes. Attributes, yeah. And most shared those bad attributes with good ones. Yeah. They did. So they'd be like, for example, the spirit that causes diseases yes. also cures them. Cures them, yeah. So what if this list was meant to inform us of useful daemons yeah. and not of evil demons? Yeah, it, again, I think it's the, here we go with the fall of knowledge, mm-hmm. you know, like what they're teaching. Mm-hmm. Look at past civilization, architecture, and everything else. And, and, you know, we always think that, oh, well, they were stupid. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. It fell into stupidity is yes. what it did. Yeah, you I know? think so. Let's look at another term. We hear the term demonic right. used quite often in paranormal circles to describe the unnatural state <clears throat> of a person, such as saying like they're under the influence of a demonic possession. Right. 
But there was also a, fir- a, a term, a term similar, but it was daemonic. Yes. And it was described very differently. So in psychology, the daemonic refers to a natural human impulse within everyone to affirm, assert, perpetuate, and increase the self to its complete totality. Yeah, yeah. The daemonic is a primal force which contains both constructive and destructive potentialities. The demands of a daemonic force upon an individual can be frightening and sometimes overwhelming. And the daemonic has an obligation to protect the complete maturation of an individual and the unification of opposing forces within that individual. Right. Yeats actually described the daemonic as the other will. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's Carl Jung. Mm-hmm. Jungian psychology or psychiatry, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, shadow self. Shadow self. You have to embrace it. Mm-hmm. So psychologist Rollo Ma, or Rollo May, I guess, not Ma, Rollo May, uh, introduced daemonic to psychology as a way to rival the term devil and demonic because he believed the term demonic was basically shit because of yeah. our tendency rooted in Judeo-Christian mythi- uh, mythology to project power outside of the self and onto devils and demons. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, it's, it's exactly what it is. Well, that's what we do, that's right? That's what we do. Something's wrong. Demon, yeah. devil made me yes, do it. the devil made me do it. Or demons have got me yeah. or whatever. Or something, yeah. Yeah. Rather than saying, I did it. With, yeah, rather than taking responsibility for yeah. whatever is happening in your life. Yeah. So what if the daemonic force was simply the tutelary deity or daemon that has been with you since birth, as some ancients believe, Right. Um, and it was trying to ensure your consciousness evolution, or maybe trying to, trying to ensure that your conscious, consciousness evolution reads its full potential. Yeah, and growth. So your guardian or spirit guide was attempting to ensure your spiritual enlightenment. Yeah. And it makes sense, really, to dissuade people from reaching such cosmic understanding by demonizing the process. Yeah, yeah, which is just, what the fuck is that? Like, uh, anyway. Well. Like, why would you do that? Because then you can keep people stupid. Exactly. And sheep-like. And, and exactly. It control. You yeah. Know, how do you control people? Keep them stupid. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Keep them stupid. Definitely. All right. So I create this fear. Afraid. Yeah. And keep stupid. them afraid of stupid yeah. and stupid. And, yeah. you know, you got them, man. Yeah. Everything that we, you see, even now, how yeah. do they sway people? Fear. Yes. Most of the time, yes. And, and they're stupid not to ask questions. They don't critical think anymore, as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? They just go along with it. Mm-hmm. It's dumb. Anything out of, out of the, the regular pattern that, that, that's been going on. Or belief or whatever mm-hmm. is wrong. Mm-hmm. Is wrong. Yeah. So Plato wrote in his work Symposium about a quote unquote clever woman, sometimes referred to as a priestess. Right. I think her name is Diotima. She taught Socrates that everything daemonic is between divine and mortal. Diotima describes daemons as interpreting and transporting human things to the gods and divine things to men. It's like prayers. Mm-hmm. So entreaties and sacrifices <clears throat> from Excuse below me. 
and ordinances and requitals from above. That's the quote. Yeah. I wonder if the saying, as above, so below, could refer to this. I, I think so. Right? So the taking of human humble requests from below to the gods and bringing back those rewards from the gods above to us. It also shows how close we are mm-hmm. to it. It's it's like right in front of you. Mm-hmm. It's like right in front of your nose. Well, we see lots of depictions, right, of deities or daemons with like one hand pointing up, yeah. one hand pointing down. And I think that's indicative of their ability to connect us with the universe. Yeah. That's what they're here for. Yeah. I, I've seen lots of depictions. Or you see like a being with wings and the one wing is up and one wing is down. Yeah. They're like the bridge. The conduit. The inter- inter- yeah. Yeah. yeah Intermediate. Right? Plato also wrote that Socrates claimed to have a daemonian, a presence. Right. Literally like a, a divine something. Yeah. And it would warn him against mistakes that he could make, but it never told him what to do. No. So some people will liken that to him understanding his uh, self-conscience yeah. or self-consciousness. Yeah, self-aware. Yeah, but what if your self-awareness is a guiding entity, a daemon, right. that is telling you, it's warning you and giving you guidance without actually telling you what to do because you have to decide things on your own. Yeah, it's free will. So that, obviously, attributed to Socrates getting in some trouble because in you know, the year 399, Yeah, he was charged. Yeah. And a trial was held to determine his guilt on two charges. Yeah. One being for impiety yeah. against the uh, Pantheon of Athens and the corruption of youth in the city-state. Yeah. His accusers cited two impious acts committed by him, one failing to acknowledge the gods that the city acknowledges yeah. and, in- and introducing new deities. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. I'm not down with yours, but I have some ideas about some other ones. Yeah. And they sentenced him to death. Yeah. He had to drink poison. Hemlock. Yeah, he had to drink hemlock. Yeah. Sentenced to death for having a different idea. A different viewpoint. Yep. Yeah. As you that's that started three ninety nine. I'm yeah. sure it started thousands of years before that. Still going but, on to this yeah, day. Exactly. It's typical. Exactly. You know. Like I find I find the whole topic interesting because there are so many correlations. There's so many connections between different terms and different um, belief systems. Yeah. And it was just a matter of the perception at the time that changed how we now view certain things. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I can't believe that after all that time mm-hmm. of years and years that we still... Yeah, we're still doing this we're shit. We're still doing the same fucking thing mm-hmm. and not even asking a friggin' question mm-hmm. about, you know what, is this right or is it wrong? A simple question like that. Like I was telling you, I was talking to a friend of ours and I said, do you realize that if we were talking about these types of things... Back in the day, we'd be burned at the stake mm. if someone heard. Now they'll do it a different way. They might, you know, attack Can- you on social canceled. media or whatever, or cancel you or whatever because of whatever mm-hmm. backlash that you might get. But it's well, crazy. we've had it. I mean, people have like we talked about really early on. People yeah. saw our logo and just made a presumption yeah, about the logo. What it is, but if they actually understood it. You would realize that it's not it's what you got think it is. Nothing to do with it, and they and don't was, even know what they're it talking about. It was the hardcore about. religious people who were like coming yeah. at us, fierce. It always is. Yeah. It always is. You think you know. It's like jumping. 
But you don't know. Before you, yeah. It's two distinct, stupid. Two distinct different things. They don't mean what you think it means. And the other thing, too, is that, you know, if you have an experience mm-hmm. like you have or I have mm-hmm. at a young age, mm-hmm. and it, 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 it totally shattered my belief system. Mm-hmm. Because it was so, it was real. I experienced it. I knew it was real. So what does that make me? Does that make me a bad person? Does that make me a devil? Does that make me evil? Because mm. of that? Yeah. Because you viewed, you, you got a touch of the universe. You got a touch of God. You got a touch of consciousness. Does that mm-hmm. make you a bad person? Mm-hmm. So your view, you know, your view isn't to the, to the good book, whatever book that is. Exactly. To be honest with you. It's it's just crazy. It's it's very different, I think, for us because I have no background in any religion because yeah. that was not my family thing. And you I were did. raised I did. Catholic. not strict. It wasn't strict, no, but, but you know, I was raised that way. And, yeah, you know, I had things happen to me. And that I will just, I will say that from my perspective, it took a long time for you to get out of your head. Yeah, because to me. The, certain things were obvious. Yeah, it's ingrained I wasn't, there, man. I wasn't clouded by that. Yeah. Whereas you were like, oh, it has to be. And I'm like, it doesn't. It was a battle, like back and forth. It's it's because it's it's ingrained in there. And this is why I think, like when we look at the Ars Goetia, right, that perhaps that list of spirits, people will say list of demons, but maybe it's list of demons. Yeah. They're not all bad. Some appear as like angels. Yeah, well, that's just it. Right? And what are they? You know, don't tell me it's the, like I said, we were just saying mm-hmm. wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. they disguise themselves. Well, yeah, here, bullshit. Here, here's an example. Here's an example. So while I was researching stuff, and I'm looking, I'm flipping through because I have a little book, a uh, little giant encyclopedia of spells and magic, and yeah. it has a very brief chart in here. The uh, uh, spirits, the the Solomon key. Right. And I'm flipping through it, and I'm like, I've seen this picture before. And it's a shitty little drawing, right? Yeah. But I was like, I've seen this before. I know I've seen this before. And I'm online, and I'm like, huh, what do I find? Okay, there's this god of oceans and sky from Hinduism named Varuna. Right. And he's like in charge of like the western directions or some other, justice and something else. He rides a crocodile. So yeah. it's a dude with a crown. Riding a crocodile. Right. The crocodile's name is, I think, Makara or something to that effect. The same deity comes up in Japanese mythology as Suiten. Yeah. It also comes <clears throat> up in Jainism, and the name the name uh, Varuna comes from um, a root word that means to like restrain or to bind. I'm looking through this book and I'm like, I see, I've seen this somewhere. I know I've seen this. What do I see? A spirit listed in the key. Salios or Salos or something to that effect. What's the picture? What's the depiction? It's a fucking guy with a crown riding a crocodile. Right. What are the chances? <laughs> what is, seriously. And, and what does this particular <laughs> being do? He promotes love. Or yeah. I guess uh, we could say he binds people, maybe? Yeah. Cupid is okay, but... This, that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The guy on the crocodile is wrong. And obviously he's on a crocodile, so he's associated with water. Yeah. It's the same depiction. Yeah. How is one bad and one good? Yeah. It, it, if you go through the list in here, there's a phoenix in here. Yeah, the phoenix is in there. The yeah. phoenix is in here. And you're like, what? 
how how come the phoenix? Everybody freaking puts a whole lot of like spiritual clout oh, yeah, into the phoenix. Oh yeah, a lot of love into a phoenix. Yeah, the yeah. rebirth and so on and so forth. All it says is his functions. He's a he's an excellent poet and he understands all the sciences. Yeah. Yeah, sings in a child's voice, appears as a phoenix. Name phoenix. Yeah. Then you got like another one where it's like a uh, uh, a guy riding a winged horse. Well, it sounds like Pegasus, Pegasus to me. Pegasus to me, yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, and it isn't I, a and white sure, horse. It's a black horse. Yeah, exactly. Like, if I had gone through this and looked at every single one and narrowed it down, I bet you I could find correlations in a lot of them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of fucking devils I see walking this earth like BTK and these guys. These guys oh, yeah. are just fucking evil, man. But he was a deacon in the church and, you know, and all these other things. Like, mm-hmm. come on. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, there was one when I was looking up the ancient Egyptian ones that I had read about, the ones that I referred to at the top of the show. There was one, I think it was called Intep or right. something like that. And they said it was like a dog like baboon or something to that effect. Right. Same thing. I'm like, wait a minute. I've seen something like this. Yeah. So I go back to the little book and I see there's a thing called. Gusein or something like that? I don't know. Hmm. An entity in the list. It says appears as a cynocephalus, uh, which is basically like a dog-headed man. But the picture looks kind of baboony right. with a dog head. And it says that uh, it discerns the past and present, foretells the future, answers all questions, reconciles enemies. <laughs> this sounds like a real terrible person. Mm-hmm. But it's similar yeah, in appearance. Right to the one that they called a demon in that article. Yeah. I think... It doesn't make any sense. I think we need to get a clear understanding... Yeah, of what we're talking about. Yeah, and that these beings who inhabit this middle space, yeah. hidden just outside of our senses, are not in, inherently bad or inherently good. good. They are whatever they want to be. Yeah. They have a will of their own. And just like we do. Mm-hmm. So that would lead me to believe that they are like how we would consider, I don't know, fairies or yeah. like we talked about gremlins or just entities living just outside of our perception. Well, Swedenborg believed that angels were at one time men. Mm-hmm. I mean, devils too, whatever. Well, they in Greek evolved. mythology, what did they say? They said that the more highly evolved men from the golden age yeah. would become daemons. Daemons, yeah. Not demons. No. Daemons. Daemons. And his his view on angels and demons is, is totally, it's not church-like. No. At all. No. They don't exist. All right. Angels and demons as understood in a biblical sense do not exist. No. No. Not like that. Not like people think. No. And you're not getting possessed by them. No. Unless you want. I suppose. You know, but- like, here we go when we were... Remember in the, uh, the Dora Laura's canon, that one chapter, she wasn't man. She wasn't possessed, though. No. She created an entity, an entity that caused her strife. Yeah. Right? Like all she manifested the of the an, person. She manifested an entity. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Again, I ask people to read that book. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, is it Life Between Life? Is that no, it? Between Life and between Death. Between Life and Death, yeah, yeah, by Dolores Cannon. Yeah. It's just... That book will change your perception. Oh, for a minute there, I thought you were talking about Doris. My bad, Doris. No, yeah, by there, she created it. Yeah, entity. Doris by there. No, Dolores Cannon. Sorry. The member. No, well, the spirit that Dolores Cannon is talking to, she. It's a person. Yeah, but that spirit is saying that they don't exist. Yeah. There's an indifference in the universe. Yeah. The universe is not concerned with what goes on with you. Yeah. 
That's your business. When bad things happen to you, it's you. And they're talking about the when viewpoint. When good things happen to you, it's you. Yeah, the, and the beliefs that we have now were mm-hmm. created mm-hmm. because of this long, To long... remove ourselves from personal responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Spelled it out word, uh, letter by letter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Giving her the answer. Yep. You know, why, where, did it, where did it come from? So demons is a misnomer. Yeah. Demons are a real thing. Yeah. And I, they've existed for millennia. Yeah, they They have. exist in all cultures. In Greek, they're called daemons. In Hinduism, they're called devas. In Japanese, they're called kamis. In Latin, they're called numen or also called daemons. They're called millions of familiars. Yeah, they're called all kinds all of things. kinds of things. What they're not called or what they weren't ever called is demons. No. No. Yeah, that's it exactly. You know, I don't know why people need that, you know. It, it, again, I think it has, it, it's that whole, you know, training people, <laughs> training yeah. humans that if you, you're good, you're going to get this is going to happen. If you're bad, <coughs> excuse me, this is going to happen. Well, I always find it interesting with people when good things happen, they're like, yeah, man, I made it happen. And when yeah. bad things happen, they're like, oh. It's, it's the I'm, devil uh, th- yeah. did that. How the fuck is that? Yeah, I know. How did that happen? Yeah. It's either you or it isn't you. Yeah. I mean, even even worldwide, you know, a cataclysm happened somewhere, a bad storm or earthquake or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. It's the fucking devils all the time, right? It's so just nature, man. What are you talking about? It's the cyclic nature of yeah. the earth. Yeah, yeah it's... it's, it's you know? Technically, if you washed your dog in the tub and he had fleas, the fleas would think it was a cataclysmic event oh, also. Yeah, that's it, exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We, all, so, we never, never want to look at ourselves. No, we don't like to take responsibility for no. things that happen to us. And it, it, <coughs> it happened fucking like centuries ago. Yeah. At yeah. first, daemons were great. And yeah. then it was like, oh, bad things are happening. Must yeah. be the daemons. Must be the daemons. Must be the devils. And yeah. then eventually it came to bad things are happening. Must be the demons. Yeah. yeah. And here we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Wow. I love. I always love that that line. How many gods are there in one sky? People going to war. No. Gods on our side. Yeah. What about yeah. them? Yeah. They <laughs> they don't have one. They don't have one. They don't get one. Yeah. 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 It's always it's like just, that. Just bullshit. Yeah. You know, more and more bullshit as as time goes on. And the thing again, I I'm we're going to repeat myself is like that. You still need to be led like this. That mm. you can't figure it out on your own, mm-hmm. your own consciousness, your own, own inner. What do they call it in a church, man? I've heard it used a few times. Your flock. Yeah, flock. Flock? Yeah. If you told me I belong to a, a fucking flock, flock <laughs> I would be offended. That's the joke. Are you a sheeple? Right? No, yeah. seriously. If you were like, yeah. oh, go, yeah, go be a part of your flock, I would be fucking offended. Because yeah. what you're telling me is I'm grouped in with a mass of people who can't think for themselves. Yeah. And if you have a dog running around, I'm going to run in the direction the dog tells me to go. Yeah. And if you take me to the friggin' the chop shop, I'm going to walk up that friggin'. Well, it's like the, if they told you, how many times your parents tell you? If they jumped in the lake, would you jump in the lake too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. I've seen shows. People bust their necks and die. Yeah. Get paralyzed for life. I'm not, not stupid. Fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah. But I always, I always found that term fucking irritating. Yeah, I know. It's well, it, it. I don't think people get it, right? And they mean it like, 
he is the shepherd and we are the loyal followers. Yeah. It is fucking offensive. It's kind of weird. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah. I don't uh, care. Yeah. I don't care. If I'm a shepherd, I'm a shepherd of myself. Well, yeah, you are. Well, Do you know what I, mean? I hate to break the news to everybody. I'm not part of a flock and I don't have a flock. Yeah. The one you got to take care of is the one in the mirror. Yep. That's the one that you're going to have to attune to yes. or atone to in yes. the end. So we've got to stop with the idea that everything that happens is somehow the fault of a devil, the devil, demons, demonic possession, some nonsense, because that never existed in no. ancient history from 4,000 fucking years ago until 1,200 when demon became the popular word. Yeah. They were demons and they were tutelary deities that were meant to guide you yeah. and bring you good fortune and to cure your ailments. Yeah. And then, all kinds of to teach you. Mm-hmm. To teach you. Yeah. You know. So I think I think what I would say now is to look at things if you're looking at something like this to look at it with a with a different lens. Instead of seeing everything when someone says demon, instead of seeing everything as demon, think about it as if it were a demon. Yeah. Look at it from a different perspective. Stop looking at it from the perspective that's fed to you on a plate. You yeah. Know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you think about it too. You're talking about these beings. Why would they want to talk to you? Mm-hmm. You look at them like they're 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 shit. Yeah. No one's going to want to talk to you. Even a human being wouldn't want to talk to you. Imagine if you imagine if you had beings around you that people would consider demons. Yeah. But they were actually demons yeah. there to help you, and you treated them like garbage. Like and garbage. Like fuck this guy. And you're afraid of them all the time. Yeah. I mean, that's a possibility. No. <sighs> You know what? Again, you, it, it, we're in a different time now, mm-hmm. and I think it's time for people to wake up, mm-hmm. and they got to start looking at more, and it's got to evolve. Mm-hmm. So get above where you are now. Yeah, you have to. We have to come to, from to, to a different perspective on things. It's a low. And, it's a and, low level belief because this is ridiculous. Where most where most people are right now is a yeah. low level energy. Well, you're still thinking from two thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, move beyond it. Like, really, what you changed? need to remember is that there is no duality in no. universal energy. No, and chances are the the space between where we are, universal energy is. Yeah. There's no duality there either, <clears throat> unless they choose it. Yeah, yeah. And for us to just arbitrarily start applying labels to things, this is evil. Yeah. That's not. This isn't like you said. And this again, guy, this guy, this guy doesn't give me what I want. He's a jerk. Yeah. Well, like the, we were talking about Lilith in the Garden of Eden. Oh, yeah. Well, well, they kicked her out, and she's a devil now because she was equal to a man, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. So they made Eve I gotta, I gotta, this, you know, all subservient. I got to I gotta uh, just, just, write just one on her. bullshit, you know. It it's is. men that, that created that. That's, it's not that's infuriating. from fucking God, you because know, like, come on. The history of creation, right? even in ancient Egyptian, is that men and women were created from clay. I think it's Kanum who makes men and women out of clay on a potter's wheel. Right. Adam and Lilith were made of clay, so made equal. Right. Right? And there were some aspects to their relationship that Lilith wasn't very fond of. And one of them, weirdly enough, was that uh, she she didn't always want to lay beneath the man. You know, like yeah. during during hoochie times. Yeah. Sometimes you want to be on top. Yeah. Dudes now kill for an opportunity for a chick to be on, on top. top. 
Anyway, she was like, nah, you can lay beneath me. He's like, no, no. I'm not laying beneath you. That's, that's beneath me to lay beneath yeah, you. I'm the man. And then they had their things. I don't know if the full story behind all of that, yeah, but then she was cast out and now she's a demon yeah, and yeah. all this other stuff. And then what do we have? He needs a new consort and he gets Eve, yeah. who is not created in his equal, created from a piece of him. Yeah. So forever and ever subservient to Adam. Yeah. That's in, that's fucking convenient. Yeah, isn't it? You know. Yeah. Oh, he came from his rib. Oh, oh, that's 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 interesting, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, bullshit. Yeah. The other thing too is that if they were the only two, where did she come from, Lilith? Yeah. Where did Eve come from, all of us? Oh, they. Oh, oh, oh I see. She was made. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, from a rib. Yeah. 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 Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's know, another story. We'll like, get into that. It's just so but that's a, that's just stupid. I guess that's a version of someone standing up for what they believe is their yeah. their right. Yeah, if you want to believe that, go right ahead. But right, you know and what? she's Sorry, cast man. out. I'm, yeah, I'm not to that uh, persuasion with that stuff. We could go on forever. Let's not. No. Demons no. aren't inherently bad. No, they're not. The word demon has a negative connotation it does. and it's misused. Yeah, it's been the better given that. the better word is daemon. Daemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Daemon. Yes. You may not be possessed by a demonic yeah. presence. You might be possessed by your other will, which is daemonic. Yeah. And all it wants for you is to evolve your consciousness yeah. to is, its to its greatest form. Actually, yeah. Is there good and bad out there? Absolutely there is. Yeah, there's good and bad people. There's good and bad people. And clearly there's good and bad supernatural beings. Yeah, exactly. But they're not inherently bad. But they're or not inherently yeah, there's good. not a group that is bad. Yeah. And, and you know like, That's all they do. And that's what they look like. Yeah. This picture. There you go. I can you know, I'm gonna add one more thing. I can guarantee guarantee mm-hmm. that n- any of these people that are talking about this have never seen any type of uh, type of spirit like that. No. Good or bad. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because just from myself, mm-hmm. when something like that occurs to you, mm-hmm. you will never be the same again. No. Because I never was well, after that. I had... So when someone's t- telling me, sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. Someone's telling me their shit, right? I don't say anything because I don't want to get into an argument for one. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to prove... Mm-hmm. Myself, but I know from my own experience, mm-hmm. you will never be the same. And I, when I hear people talk, I know right away they don't know what they're fucking talking about. Mm-hmm. I just know. I had, I had a an experience in which, and this was in a dream. A being came to me, and they said, "Nomino uh, nos," which is Latin. Right. My understanding of it is. Um, it's either numinous, which is like divine presence, or uh, us deities, something to that effect. Yeah. The thing is, is that this being had like a lion, feline face. Right, right. Flipping through this <clears throat> fucking list of 72 spirits that, that are that, supposed that, to be that, bad, uh, there was a lot in there that looked yeah, like that. There are. So what does that mean? Yeah. This numinous presence that came to me with a lion's face and... And she, the thing is, she had eyes that were like the sun. Yeah, I remember you could saying. see like the entire cosmos in her eyes. They were like the sun. That's where you can tell a lot is the eyes, man. Like you'll. So it's on fire. Yeah. And it's got a lion's head. 
and it speaks to me in Latin. Yeah. Does yeah. that make it a demon? No. Does that make me bad because this thing came to me and said, you know, yeah. divine presence in your presence? Yeah. I, I, I can, I'll tell you firsthand, I can say anybody, anyone, mm-hmm. I don't care who you are, mm-hmm. you come, if you have an experience of something like of that form, you'll shit your drawers. Oh, man. Yeah, it was okay. powerful. You'll shit your drawers. I was I was consumed by it for a few days, definitely, yeah. because the eyes were just yeah. insane. Just the eyes. You could yeah. see like the, you know how like the sun looks like everything's moving, the flares and everything are moving yeah. in the. Eye? That's what her eyes look like. But yeah. it was like inside. It wasn't like flames came out of the eyes. No, it's it was her internal. her eyeballs <clears throat> were friggin' like suns. Yeah, yeah. And it's there was spa- depth. Powerful man. They're there was extremely, depth. extremely powerful. But the energy was just yeah. so massive and so like. Yeah. Nice. I was well. Yeah, exactly. Was frightening in I any was way? Trying to explain it to somebody one time, and I said, I, "The only way I can put it is this way: is that if this being was in a room and you had all of the most powerful people in the world, the president, the blah blah Putin, whoever, they would be humbled. They'd have to bow down. That mm-hmm. energy is that strong mm-hmm. when they're just there. These these guys would be like uh, mm-hmm. shaken." Bowing down, they couldn't even look at it. Mm-hmm. It's that powerful. Mm-hmm. I said it's the only way I can explain it in in terms that you know someone could maybe get. Mm-hmm. But it's it's extremely extremely enlightening. It just changes your life in in an instant. Mm-hmm. In an instant. I think we need to be more open to the possibilities around us and not so closed based on old ideas. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I and mean, that's, come on. That's it's the two, point of this. Twenty twenty one now. That's the point of this. The you know, point of this is that demons, as they have been portrayed, are not real. Yeah. I know we're going to do a show on that. Remember the paper? 20, uh, 26. Paper. Remember the uh, the army paper that... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. About consciousness and that? Yeah. That gives you an idea. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll, it would give people an idea of where... You know where we should be at. We're way behind. Oh yeah, we're way way behind. We are nowhere near the nowhere golden near age. Nowhere near where we could be. Where mm-hmm. we should be. Yes. Where we should be. Anyway. Uh, anyway. That's that. No. Yeah. Demons. Demons. Demons are good. They are. Demons are a falsity. They are a falsity. Mm-hmm. Right. Are there good and bad? Is there good? And yes, if somebody is, refers but... to something as a demon. Try looking at it through the lens of it being a daemon yeah. and see what you come see up with. See what you come up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's your heart tell you? What's your feelings tell you? Well, you can't say that because oh, your ex- feelings are yeah. corrupted by your beliefs. Well, that's right. I mean, again, if you had the experience, it would tell you something yeah. different. Yeah. You know? Don't go by feelings. Yeah. Feelings are corrupted by experiences. Yeah. yeah. You need an analytical mind. Break out of the hologram for a while. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Okay. So that's that. <laughs> that's that. Damons. Are we going to get a lot of angry faces? Oh, man. We got a lot of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got a lot of angry faces on Wendigos. Yeah. Yeah. I, which... What? I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting used to people being angry. So am I. Yeah. You know but what? you know what? You're angry because I'm shaking up your beliefs. Exactly. You're angry because I'm, we're offering a different perspective. Different perspective. And it's a perspective you don't really like. Yeah. 
yeah, well, you know what? It's about fucking time yeah. that there's a different perspective. Yeah. I'm tired of the same old, same old shit. Yeah, things are changing. In, especially in this environment. Every time you see something walking in the woods, it's a Bigfoot for sure. Nah, yeah. 90% of the time it's a dude yeah. in a suit. It is a right? dude we, in a we suit. We watched a show today where they're like, oh man, it's the best picture I've ever got yeah. of a fucking Bigfoot. It is clearly a guy yeah. in a fucking suit. Especially now with media, the way how you can... It's fucking people looking for their claim to fame, man. Somehow, oh, man. somehow, look, look what I got. Yeah. You didn't get shit if you really looked at it closely. Yeah. You're just bullshitting people. So if, if, if people have a certain belief system based on archaic beliefs, then they're not going to like what we're saying. Yeah. But those of you, those of you who are looking for a different perspective... You'd we're, be surprised you, what you're going to find. We're your peeps. Yeah. Yeah. When you look. Yeah. When you start looking outside. We don't have a lot of acquaintances yeah. who see things the way that we do. There's some really interesting art art pictures too, which is another thing where I, I was I just now when you're talking about that, mm-hmm. where there's this magi and he's, there's the world and then he's lifting up the, the edge mm-hmm. to look through mm-hmm. to see that, oh my God, there's a... There's a, there's a whole other existence here. Oh, yeah. It's this, really, it's this really awesome kind of painting. Yeah. So, it says a lot. It does. There's more to, more to everything yeah. than what you can see yeah. with just your eyes. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, we'll I hope you enjoyed that. the show. Yeah. I hope you have a different perspective on what, you know, people think are demons these days mm-hmm. that aren't real. Keep driving that home. I don't know what grinds my gears. To- <laughs> yeah, grinds my gears that people talk about demons, yet they won't take responsibility for their own. Problems. Wow, that's it. That's it. And uh, yeah, so that's how Damon, purely nice word, demons. became demon, completely bastardized version bastardized of something version. that was once beautiful. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I love people. <laughs> Anyway, thanks for joining us. Yeah. And uh, we hope we see you on the next one. Yeah, looking forward to it. Have a good day, afternoon, night, whichever it may be for you. And uh, we'll see you again soon. See you soon. Be good to each other. Take care. Visit us at our website at thetriangulumpodcast.com or email us at thetriangulumpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook. Your support, as always, is appreciated.